We are all born with a purpose, yet identifying what that is can be very challenging. It can be even more challenging to find purpose in your business. So, is it possible to find purpose in your business and make profit at the same time? Not only is it possible, but a business led by purpose can be even more profitable than one that is simply led by profit. Join Robert Fukui as he explores how to be purpose-led and profitable while making a positive impact in your community. Good morning. This is Robert Fukui, your host of the Purpose and Profitability Podcast, where we believe that having a profitable, purpose-led business can lead to community transformation. Good Monday morning. Hope you all had a great weekend. And I'm here, as you can see, in studio, I have a special guest. Her name is Kaylee Fakui. Yes, if you haven't guessed, it's my wife. And so I'm very privileged to have her in studio, a.k.a. our dining room. <laughs> and so uh, anyways, um, really have a, a great topic to talk about today. And one we've actually talked about before when I had Kaylee on um, back in December, um, talking about spouses and being actively involved with both spouses being actively involved in the business at some level. So today the title is Two is Better Than One. Um, that obviously has everybody kind of has heard that term where, you know, obviously two things, two resources is better than just one resource. So, of course, when we're talking about marriage and spouses, having two people involved into the business is better than just one person at all because we all have our own gifts, skills, and talents and abilities. And it's kind of a waste when one of the spouses isn't actively involved in the business at some level. And they don't have to always be having um, – uh, actually have a job or job description and, and taking a salary and wage. But even if they're not actively working in the business on a day-to-day basis, at least be involved at some level. And so, um, you know, whether you realize it or not, as, as men, I'll, I'll talk to the men, at least from my end, I'll talk to the men, whether you realize it or not, or admit it or not, having your spouse take some role in the business will improve the chances of success. Um, and you may not have, have uh, be very intentional about it, but I'm sure there's been periods and times where your, your wife had a feeling about maybe not doing business with a certain person or not taking a certain deal, not signing a certain contract, but they had some kind of feeling. And you just, you know, because they're not actively involved in business, they don't know the details and the technical aspects of the business. You just kind of basically just put that, put their feelings aside, put their, their, whatever you call it, their sixth sense or your spidey senses or prophetic insights or whatever you want to call it. You kind of put that, push that aside and say, oh, you don't know really anything about the business. You don't know what's going on. You don't know the details. And, you know, it's nice that you have a feeling, but I think this is the right way we're supposed to go. This is the person I should do business with. This is the contract I should sign. And then next thing you know, over time, this thing blows up and it costs you a lot of money. So I think if we are all honest with each other, that we can look back at those periods of time when the wife or the spouse has a feeling and we go against that and it costs us dearly, whether it's in money or time or relationships. And so I think uh, what we want to talk about today is really about how to how, how the spouses can both work uh, within the business at some level. So before we go on, I want to introduce my lovely wife, Kaylee. Say hello, honey. Good morning, everybody. It's, it's good to be here with you all. <laughs> so you'll have to excuse. I know she's, uh, she says she's a little nervous because last time we did it, we weren't on camera, <laughs> so, but I said, Oh, you're going to do fine. Um, of course you're beautiful. So that way everybody should see you anyway. 
<laughs> to see your beauty and she looks better than I do. So I think it's, it's best that uh, we do it on camera and do it on Facebook live. So I think we're going to have a lot of fun, right? Yes. We're going to have a great time. <laughs> so, Thank you. so honey, what do you, since last time on December, um, you've kind of, of started to take on an, a new role, even within our business. And um, what is that? I'm a voice coach. A voice coach. So yes. you, you sing, you, you help people sing better. Uh, Yes, it's a play on words. So I help wives of entrepreneurs find their identity and their passions. And how how would that help, especially when it comes to what we're talking about today? Uh, It's to help wives get more involved in the family business. It might not be the day-to-day stuff, as you were saying earlier, but we all have strengths. And to find out what the strengths are and see how um, they can integrate it because... A lot of times we have different giftings and we can come alongside of our spouse and see things in a different way, uh, have input. You know, there's so many different things we can do. For example, uh, one of the gals, she learned that she liked to do QuickBooks and she had never knew that before. And her husband hated QuickBooks. So he was so happy to be able to turn that over to her so that that freed him up to do other things in the business. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, when I, in that scenario I said earlier about, you know, when um, wives have a feeling and you kind of discount that, um, you know, I'll say for my own example, that uh, when my wife had a feeling and I went against it, it cost us dearly as far as financially, there's a lot of money that got wasted. Um, and so, you know, looking back, I said, okay, I really need to listen more. <laughs> so, and when you think about the gift, like talk about, you know, we each have all uh, different giftings. So men in general, I'm going to generalize here. Men in general are very logical thinkers, analytical thinkers. They want to see the facts. They're seeing things kind of pretty black and white. Where women are more on, a, like I said earlier, feelings. They're more about relationships. They're more, they're more in tune with uh, what they sense, their surroundings, and how they see people, how they sense people, if they're people of high character. And a lot of times, especially when there's a, a lot of uh, potential uh, financial gain that's being uh, presented to us as men, uh, we kind of will look over some of those little issues, little little signs that maybe this isn't the person that I should do business with, that you really can't trust them, or maybe this is the contract the way it's written. Uh, I don't think it's in the best interest of us. But sometimes the financial potential financial gains kind of um, uh, causes us to uh, overlook some of the early warning signs that this isn't a good deal where women are very much more in tune with that aspect. Would you say that? <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. I think we also like with you and I, we also process differently. So sometimes um, maybe just slowing down a little bit or, uh, and we also have discerning gifts that are a little bit different. So I think when you're able to bring them two together, that it's, um, it's beneficial. Yeah. So what I want to present to you today, uh, this morning, is two scenarios. Uh, one where the one of the spouses, well, actually, it's, it could be both husband or wife that owns the business, and the spouse is not actively involved. And sometimes they don't want to be involved, um, especially if they're well, either side, men or women. Um, a lot of times, if the if the wife owns the business, then the man is is probably uh, has a W two job working somewhere else, or maybe their own business. Um, but they don't want to be really involved with what's going on in their spouse's business. And then vice versa, whereas the husband owns the business, um, the wife may or may not have um, their own business, but whatever the case, they just don't want to be involved with the other side. They just figure that it's their thing, let them do it. 
maybe sometimes it's caused conflict when the spouse tries to get involved with the business. Um, and then the other scenario is when the spouse is playing a role, maybe more of a supportive role, uh, like the example Kaylee just gave where, um, you know, the, the, the spouse was more doing some administrative work, um, but not really taking any active like leadership type role. So those are kind of two scenarios, one where the spouse isn't part of, actively involved in the business um, and then the other where they are, but it's more as a supportive role as opposed to more of a leadership role. So let's talk about the first scenario where um, the spouse uh, doesn't really want to be part of the business. They figure uh, it's their thing, let them do it. I don't really want to be part of it for whatever reason. Um, how should they, you know, what, what's, what, the, what is the challenge with that scenario when the spouse doesn't really want to be part of the business? Oh, so one case was uh, she wasn't part of the business and he was fine with that. And then an emergency happened and uh, something unforeseen happened and she was forced to go and um, help him. They came together and helped their business and uh, she learned so much about herself and she learned that she was able to step into a role where she could come alongside and and help in the business and it was something she never thought she'd see herself doing or that she could do because she had no desire for it in, in the past to do that. Yeah. And then, so it was great that she was able to do that. And, um, but sometimes, cause when I was asking like the, the challenge with the challenges of not being part of the business, now she actually kind of jumped in and started working, but even if they don't jump in and start working, but if they just know what's going on, um, when they don't know what's going on, when they just really just kind of burying their head in the sand and just don't really want to know part of the, anything about the business because it's their husband's thing or it's their wife's thing. Some of the challenging things that can happen is, well, a scenario like this where something happened with the business, but what if something happened to him physically um, where he was incapacitated or heaven forbid he actually passes away. And then all of a sudden she's going to be, she's going to have this business in her lap to try mm -hmm. and figure out what to do with well, it's kind of a very passive role to take because, like you say, if something happens to him, then what? You know, if they want to sell the business, if, if they want to go a different direction. I mean, because usually we don't know anything about the business, right? How to operate it, how to run, where we're at financially, what's going on. So if something happens to the spouse, you're in a very um, challenging situation because you don't know how to take the business forward or um, you're not knowledgeable about it. Mm -hmm. anything and you don't know who to trust within the business to help you navigate you know what happens after the spouse passes away and so i've certainly i know people that where that's happened and all of a sudden they get this business and they're like oh now what <laughs> and so they're kind of forced and i know one one wife uh she just started running the business she took over the business and started running with it but it was a huge learning curve um and there's a lot of challenges within it Whereas, as if at least she had a working understanding of what's going on, they don't know the, they need they don't need to know all the details, but to have an understanding of what's going on, and that's why some of these decisions that we're making um, as husbands or wives, we need to make sure that the spouse is involved and understand what's going on and in, into that decision, so we, she can give that input or he can give that input, right? Um, and so that gives them, you know, at least it gives them a sense of what's going on. So the business can go on going forward if something was to happen to him because sometimes the business just dies with the person because, you know, we're not able to step in and carry things forward because we don't know what's going on with all the years of, of the business. Yeah, and I know uh, I've got a, a client that um, 
that the wife is is very knowledgeable about the business. Um, she doesn't necessarily take a, a W two. I mean, she's not necessarily an employee per se, or, or take a, a salary or wage, but she's very in tune what's going on. Her husband involves her with these major decisions, sometimes even some of the minor ones, and she's um, pretty involved uh, with what's going on. So she's that'd be a, a great best case scenario that even though she's not working in the business, but husband and wife are very much in tune with what's going on. He very much informs her and she's definitely, I know she knows what's going on, even if she doesn't know all the details on the day to day, but she has a very good sense of what's going on. And that's a very healthy situation. And she's taking more and more of a leadership responsibility too, as time goes. So yeah. Oh yeah. Great. He's, she's chief counsel to him because, um, I remember, I remember I brought this topic up to them, uh, telling them about what you're doing. And they're like, oh, that's great. And I said, yeah, I'm sure you've had scenarios where you didn't listen to your wife and it cost you a lot of money. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he's like, he's always running things by her. <laughs> you know, you only, you, hopefully as we get older, we get a little bit wiser, right? So uh, I don't know how many times it, it happened to him, but hopefully it only happened once where it lost them a lot of money or where it, it hurt them. Um, and but now he's he definitely knows that she's a, a valuable resource, a valuable uh, part of the leadership team in the company. So let's talk about scenario number two, where the spouse is playing more of a supportive role. They're active, they're actively involved in the business, working in the business, but more as a supportive role. Um, but really want to see that both spouses, that spouse that's paying, playing a supportive role, start to take more of a leadership role. And, and how? I mean, how can that happen? How do you? How do you figure that out, That where they can fit in as more in a leadership position? Well, I think once you start um, getting involved into the business and the husband sees that you're interested or your spouse and that you just start stepping into the role, he will give you more and more um, responsibilities. And then you can see what kind of things that you would like to do as well. Um, one gal, she was, had a, um, she was helping and then um, her husband started asking her more and more questions because she was saying they had an auto mechanic shop. And so um, she was good at, she found out she was good at doing administration. So she was moving people into different roles that he hadn't thought about. And she went around and asked all the employees to make sure that they were in a role that they liked, that they were happy with. Yeah, she just, she really had more of a, I guess, discerning gift about uh, people's giftings. And were they in the position and working in a type of job and position that they were really gifted and passionate about? So she basically interviewed all the employees. I mean, kind of like re-interviewed everybody, um, not to decide whether to keep them or not, but really to figure out if they were in the role that they were gifted in and really skilled at and passionate about. And she found that there were some um, gaps in that. And so she shifted everybody around into roles that they really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And then she said, uh, she re- uh, reported back that next week when they, she did that and said that that was the most productive week they've had, um, which, which really hits the bottom line. It really possibly impacts the bottom line because when people are more productive in what they're doing, um, especially in a business like this, and that means they're getting things done a lot faster, which means your margins, your, your profit margins go up because now your labor costs has just dropped down per project or, or yeah, per project because they got it done faster and more efficiently because that's a role that they're, they're skilled at and also, or more skilled at and also very passionate about. And so when you're really passionate about something, you just kind of go all in, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a great example of, of her really, um, what the spouse is really kind of stepping into, hey, I really enjoyed this part of it. 
the business more than just playing a supportive role. Um, and, and certainly there's, we've had other, other cases like that too, right? So one of the things is to understand, you know, they don't have, when I say we talk about the spouse uh, playing more of a leadership role, it's not necessarily that they have to be in title, like the mm-hmm. vice president or whatever. But even if they were still as an administrator, um, at the very least, just like the spouse that isn't part of the business, be that chief counsel to the, their, their spouse. Because actually being in that administrative role, they see another aspect of the business that their spouse, the owner of the business, really maybe not may not see. So it's actually a great way to kind of have a, a broader understanding of the business when the spouse is working in, in, even if it's in more of an administrative capacity, but seeing what's going on there and what changes might need to be done to improve efficiencies. Um, she can really play and, and they can have that conversation. The spouse can have that conversation about what are areas that we can do to improve the business. And then in this case, it freed him up to go do what his passions were in other areas of the business. Yeah, because he was actually doing some administrative work, right? Mm-hmm. Which he shouldn't be doing. He should be out there uh, driving the business, uh, being the visionary, um, let somebody else take care of that. And, and it's great because, he, he, you know, who, who better for him to trust than his spouse, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of times when you have your business, it's like, especially if it's a small business, you're trying to do everything yourself. Mm-hmm. And we're not gifted. One person is not gifted to do everything themselves. So it's nice to have a spouse that has some different giftings in you so they can come alongside and help mm-hmm. free you up. And, and, the, and they trust, they should, hopefully the husband <laughs> should trust them, right? And yes. sometimes, you know, when the, the, the spouse is, is wanting to take more of a, a, a bigger role, I think there is a, a um, I think sometimes even the husband still has to, or the other spouse still has to get some trust in that person. Sure. Right? right. So, so sometimes that's still like, even though you're married for some reason, we, uh, we have a hard time even trusting um, our spouse or our wife. And so we got to understand that um, they're on the same team. Right. And a lot of times when you have, um, you see things a little bit differently than I do, we kind of get into some conflict and almost like some, I think I feel, and I think a lot of spouses will feel like you're, Oh, you're, you're going against me. You're against me. Where the reality is no, we're on the same team. They just want to make sure that what we're doing and moving forward is actually beneficial for the business, which means beneficial for us as husband and wife. Right. So I think we got to understand that our enemy is not our spouse. Right. As our pastor says, right? <laughs> that actually your spouse is actually on your team who better to trust. And even though they might have a difference of opinion, it's not because you're against her. It's actually, you want to flesh out the different possibilities, right? Cause I think it's important that you don't, you know, in general, in business, you don't want to surround yourself with a bunch of yes men anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to have people that might have some different opinions to challenge your thinking to, to make sure we've thought everything through and consider all aspects. Right. Because I know like you and I process differently. Like sometimes I'll say something and you're like, oh, I'm not sure about that. And then like a week later, you'll come back and you're like, honey. I think that's a great idea. And I'm like, what? I thought we talked about that a week ago. I thought, you know, that was a no. And you're like, no, I've thought about it. And, and you know, we're yeah. able to come together. Yeah. I don't, I hardly ever say no, but it definitely sounds like a no. And I go, <laughs> well, I'm not sure, <laughs> but I do process it. I, I think it through, um, you know, at the time it might not sound like a good idea. At my time I'm like, eh, no, but then, 
you know, as I'm driving or whatever, and just I'm still processing and I start to look at it from her angle. And then I start to think, okay, I think that might be the way to, to go. So, uh, so for all you men out there, cause like I said, a lot of times this happens to men where we just kind of discount our wives input and their feelings, but really, um, encourage you to really just continue to process that even if you you don't agree at the moment which is fine but process it and really look at it from from her angle from the from an angle and also vice versa because men the same thing right we're the the wise might be the owner of the business and we're going to have a different input because we think differently process things differently so you might give input so even for the wise just to really um, think things through from different angles. So I like to, in general, I like to look at a situation, um, a problem, a potential solution from a lot of different angles, mm-hmm. right? Cause there's always cause and effect. Whenever you take an action on something, there's also, there's a, there's an effect to that. There's a, some kind of domino effect. So sometimes we have to look two, three, four steps ahead of what would happen if we take, make one decision or one action. Right. And now allow your emotion to take over so that you can see, what the see the other person how they're processing and um, be able to see their view yeah and that's a good point about not letting emotion take over because sometimes when a spouse is giving you some input um emotion takes over ego gets in the way and we say and ah, you, you know you don't know what you're talking about but really to yeah take that emotion out of it and and really um look at things from an objective level not take it personally not take it personally. She's not attacking you. <laughs> She's just concerned about the business and wants to make sure we're making the right decision. And so, and in general, just, you know, especially when you're talking about business and finance, you know, you never want to make decisions out of emotion. And sometimes as, as, as guys, even though when we have a potential business opportunity come into our lap, that we're making that decision emotionally because like, Oh my goodness, this is going to be great. We're going to make a lot of money or just a big potential. And there's an uncertain level of emotion that pops in. And that's why what I said earlier, that's why a lot of times we gloss over some of the early warning signs that maybe this person or this deal is not the thing to do because it's actually the emotional high the euphoria of the potential financial gains or, or business gains from it. That kind of clouds our judgment. So any last piece of advice, for our, our husband and wife teams out there? I just encourage husband and wives to come together and be on the same page because it just makes your business so much stronger and your relationship with each other when you're able to come together and use each other's um, strengths. And um, I know sometimes for the wives, it can be a hindrance having your own business because um, we can think, oh my gosh, you spend so much time at work and it can kind of come between you and your relationship as opposed to, well, trying to find some avenue that um, you can get involved so that you, so that's time you get to spend together and you're on the same page working in the same direction. Yeah. And even being on Facebook live or on this podcast like this, being with my wife, it's great. Yes. <laughs> so I think, uh, yeah, it's a great way to end because you know, when husbands and wives work well together, uh, whatever and whatever capacity and whatever extent that looks like for you guys, whatever works for you, it does. Number it number one, it helps the relationship. It strengthens the relationship because you're on the same page. You know, you're, you're you get married because you want to share your life together, and business is part of life, and business is a big part of someone's life, just from a time commitment, right? So, which means if when you're not when the spouse aren't actively involved in the business, that means that's a huge amount of time that they're not spending together. 
So again, it's not so much that the wife has to be working in the business nine to five every day, but it's just being involved just from an intellectual and an emotional way, what's going on. And that helps bring the relationship closer, especially when the spouse understands that, hey, I can get really good counsel from my wife or my husband. And having them involved from from an understanding perspective, what's going on in the business, really brings them closer. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that, right, with examples we gave and then some of the other ones we've seen as as the spouses have been actively involved in the business, you do see them getting closer, especially when they understand that they're not out to, um, they're not, uh, they're not the enemy of the business, but they're actually a friend and they're on the same page or on the same team. And it, it also translates financially because the, the, the gains that the business actually prospers as well mm-hmm. when they're both on the same page. Yes. So thanks honey for being on this podcast on this and being on Facebook live with me. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been fun. <laughs> okay. We'll have to do this again. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have conversations about this afterwards. Um, But hey, everyone, thanks again for listening to the Purpose and Profitability podcast. I hope you as uh, husband and wife's teams um, really got something out of this and really have this discussion after this. And if only one of you listened, um, play the recording back and really have this discussion with your spouse about how can we work better as a team for the business because it's going to be better not just for the business, but it's also just going to be better for your relationship. So if you have any other business questions or topics that you'd like to hear more about, if you want to even hear us talk more about this, <laughs> feel free to, to email me at prosper at i61businessdevelopment.com. That's prosper at the letter I, the number 61, businessdevelopment.com, or just go to the Facebook page, Purpose and Profitability, and you can just type in your comments and our suggestions there in the post and then tune in next week as I go live again. And thank you again for listening. This is Robert Fakui and remember purpose plus profit equals transformation. God bless everyone. Have a great productive week. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit purposeandprofit.com.